Good evening. Yeah. Oh my god. Word in it, bro. Why did we use stereo? God. Why not? Oh, this is recording already, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Well, well I guess we'll find <laughs> out after we've got our chat. I guess well, I, I guess I'll find so out. I'm assuming so. Hopefully. Let me do it. I literally yeah. got my phone on charge. I've literally got my phone on charge. I love this. Because I don't want it to like, die. We've got like zero listeners. Like, obviously, we ain't going to have shit. Who cares, man? Who cares? Who cares? You know what I mean? Wait, look at us. Me and you making a podcast. I think this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things we've ever done. Alright, what is dumber than this that we've done? You you tying my shoes together as I was split drunk <laughs> and then me asking you to untie my shoes um, while I was also split drunk in the same half an hour and going... Oh, crummy, crummy. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, wait, mate, mate. If you go tell a story, tell it right. It was so much funnier than that. You were throwing your guts up in David Boyd's fucking wheelie bin. And I come over. Don't don't name names, right? Don't name names. Wait, wait. Even that's wrong. You were chilling there, sitting. I come over, sit next to you, put your feet on me, and I start tying your laces together. And you go, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> and then I do it, and you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> you, then. And I walk off, then you're throwing up in the bin. And then I walk over to you, check you're all right, and you go, oi, Callum, some dickhead has tied my laces together. <laughs> hey. And then I go, and then guess what? It was me. And you were like, are oh, you prick? Didn't I ask you to untie the shoelaces as well? I was like, oh, listen, listen. Yeah. Some dick has tied my shoelaces together. And you're like, oh, it's me. And I was like, can you untie him for us? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and Jesus but... Christ. No, but what was funny was just like, you had like Dylan and that come over and just more people coming over trying to untie your laces so we could fucking do it. <laughs> I thought I was able to do it, but it was after great difficulty. And then I didn't see you for I'm, the rest I'm, of the night because you died. I'm pretty sure I managed to get upstairs into the bathroom and throw up while talking to the ambulance operator, <laughs> saying that I, I confessed my love. I confessed my love, my deepest love to this ambulance operator. Um, and said, I know a bloke like you because the last time I got absolutely split is when I was 15 years of age absolutely split and the ambulance people came uh, and they were like can you can you, can you you eat this can you eat this for us, can you eat this for us and I was like, the ambulance guy was James I'll never forget him, what a legend I was like, for you James, how do you do anything and my mum was like stop being cocky and I was like, I'm not being cocky, I'm being nice um so I, I, I said to, I think his name was Graham. What a lad. What a fella. I said, Graham, I know a guy called James. He's like you, but I love you. 
will you be my will you be my valentine it wasn't even, it was like you know how you kiss someone no, like, like meant years, to kiss man. someone it was new year yeah i know it was new year yeah. i know it was new years but you know how you're going to kiss someone for new years yeah. how you meant, like stereotypically you're going to do that I, yeah i confused it i confused it with valentine's day so i was like you will you be my valentine's like it's new year's mate and uh, i don't swing that way i don't think my wife will be very happy I was like, okay, sorry. Oh, imagine trying to then... chat up. Sorry. Imagine trying to chat up an ambulance operator. I'm not even getting one. What is your. No, no, no. What is your emergency? I love you. Hey, honey. <laughs> hey, honey, how are you doing? <laughs> Want to come out here in an ambulance oi, oi, and crash my fuck? Wait, wait, fuck Tinder. Fuck anything. Nine, nine, nine. Just, just 999 it. You might get lucky. <laughs> wait, but bro, like, ambul- no, wait, I'm not even joking. Paramedics are fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even messing, mate. I was down in London one time, all right, with my mum. And <laughs> it, I was so with my. Gosh. Because I'm patriotic, listen. <laughs> trust me, trust me. It goes with the story, right? right? So I was down with my mum and my brother and my mum's friends. And hmm. my brother's friends, obviously, that was like me. I was like the odd one out. And there was this ambulance parked on the side of the road. And I was like, why the fuck? Oh, it's London stabbings, yeah, obviously. Um, so we walked past this ambulance. And two... Two um, paramedics came out of a coffee shop, mm. and I was like, "Okay, you know, standard, you get a coffee drink." But the, the woman paramedic that walked, out, oh my god! <laughs> Plus, if 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 anyone could make workwear fit, all right, if anyone yeah. could make workwear <laughs> sexual, sexy, <laughs> absolutely gorgeous, oh god, absolutely amazing. It was her, like she had the body of a god. Just, oh my god! And the guy, yeah, the guy she was working with was like six foot five, built like a brick fucking shit house, and Welsh. Oh man! <laughs> he comes out. He's like, he's like, he literally comes out of the coffee shop with the thickest, like deepest Welsh accent ever. This six foot five brick shit house bloke, just like, all right, love, I'll get it off you. Like, don't you worry about it. It's like, what are you doing in London, mate? You're fucking surf Cardiff or something. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, no, you won't love. I'll get a door. Oh, my Bloody God. hell, man. Oh, I swear there were probably Jesus. a couple or something. They probably got one night shift together like three and a half months ago and was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts, man. Um, shit. All right, well, that was fun. Should we get on to what of we actually want. want to talk about? Uh, could do. Do you want it? I want to. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. well, bro, like, what day is it? Shut up, yeah, of course I want to. Shut up, it's of course Mon- I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Monday. Falcon and the Winter been... Soldier comes. Yeah. That came out Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out Friday. Snyder Cut came out Thursday. Like, boss. Content has been, content has not... been high. Bro, we haven't talked about it yet. 
the fact that it's taken us this long to talk about both these things that have been so hyped for <laughs> us. You <laughs> some fucking what, two weeks earlier, like, oh, 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 Sonica, 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 oh, fucking who's on, fucking who's on. Five days later, have, we wait, still haven't have talked I, about it. Have I not been gassed about the Snyder cut, like, bro? You I think you've been more gassed about the you've been more gassed about the Snyder cut than you have been about Falcon Winter Soldier. I haven't been that gassed yeah. because I was contempt with Whedon's, but you know. No, I. At the end of the day, Whedon's... at the end of the day, after after what I was contempt. All right, I wasn't no. pleased. I was no, contempt. I was god awful disappointed. Whedon's cut was utter wank. <laughs> Are we god awful disappointed? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit <laughs> shit, but you know. That's every beautiful no, movie in my eyes, no, no, apart no, from but... Nolan's trilogy. No, but oi. Like, we, DC has mm. generally been known to be the darker one. Like, when you compare in DC and Marvel in terms of comics, TV shows, movies, DC has always been yeah. the one, generally, takes the edgier, darker tone, and it works. They do it well. We yeah, if you look at the movie, you can't you can't see anything. So yeah, they're clearly taking a darker turn. No, you know what I mean, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> but like Schneider, like uh, granted, I didn't really enjoy Batman versus Superman that much. Like it was all right, but I don't know. I was just a little bit let down with it. But Schneider gets DC. You know, like he gives it that edge, that tone it needs, and he's doing that with with Justice League. And then Whedon comes in. Bear in mind, he's he's made two Avengers movies already, and he comes in and he just tries to make another Avengers film. DC is not Marvel. <laughs> it's too light-hearted, man. What Justice League? He tried to throw so many jokes and just make it too cheerful. He, ch- he just tried to make it Marvel. You can't make DC cheerful unless you know what you're doing. Yeah, unless it works for the story, which for this, it really didn't. If it was, if it was what is it, like an off joke that someone said on the street with an interaction, like a side character. Hmm. That's funny. That's a good. That's a good place for a joke. Hmm. But not throughout the whole no. thing. Like the the brunch thing. Remember, remember brunch. Yeah, that was a bit cringe. Bad, I'm not gonna lie. That was that was bad. That was a bit cringe. That was a bit cringe. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did kind of, kind of turn my screen down and kind of just look at the floor in sorrow, wondering why am I doing this to myself. And then after it finished, I covered on watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> after I finished no, dying I just, inside. I, I couldn't I couldn't I can't watch Whedon's Justice League again. I've only seen it once. I've, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it once, but would I say it again? That's a good question. I would no, see it again. I'd, I think I'd see no, it again. I th- I think the only situation where I'd see it again is to compare it to the Schneider cut to properly compare it. 
like watch one then the other and be like right wait if you were going to compare it side by side you'd have to watch Weedens twice yeah <laughs> but you like, <laughs> like I ain't going to do that I'm going to watch Weedens like, twice I ain't going to fucking watch it back to back twice it was shit <laughs> I think I think what what Whedon should have done is he should have consulted Snyder. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because he should have at least had. He he used ten percent of what Snyder filmed. Like, how disrespectful can you be? He used he used you know the parts in the trailer. You know the um. The trailer of Justice League where Batman throws the batarang and the Flash kind of like notices it and was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, kill the Batman. Yeah, yeah. That he used that. Mm. He used that, and he that was that. it. That's all he, I can. That's all yeah, the memorable. Another part. bit he used. He used the scenes. Some of the scenes were after they revived Superman, and you can tell because his mustache wasn't CGI'd at that bit. Um, Why did they CGI mustache on? Because he was um, Henry Cavill was filming um, uh, Mission Impossible, and he had to have the mustache. And they did reshoots, so they instead of him shaving, can they've just can they've just given him a prosthetic mustache? I don't know, but mate, I've seen some bad CGI like. The Rock in The Mummy 2 being one of them. <laughs> and this, this. No, wait, you've seen The Mummy 2, right? I have not seen The Mummy 2, but no, I can imagine you, it's quite have a you shit not seen the, Have you film. not seen The Rock? Wait, just look at The Rock in as the Scorpion King in The Mummy 2. Google it right now, please. I'll Google it right now. I'll pull it up on the computer. Ladies Hello. and gentlemen, here I am pulling, pulling up The Rock. <laughs> Mommy, two. Mommy return. The Rock. Mommy returns. Is that the one? Yeah. Mommy yeah. returns. Two thousand one. Did I say it was a shitty two thousand one film? Yes, I did. What it early two thousand? Jesus Christ! What, did, what the hell is that? <laughs> why did they see? Why did they see Jai? They literally haven't. Just <laughs> practical <laughs> effects. Practical effects in the fucking 80s look better than that shit. Trust me. But wait, wait. My point is, that was god-awful. But that was... Even I think that's better compared to the horrible butchered job they did to Henry Cavill's moustache. Henry Cavill moustache CGI. What the fuck? They just eliminated all evidence of stubble. Trust me. You know what I mean? Like, even... you'd, you'd have some stubble, wouldn't you? Like, bro, wait, it didn't even track well. Like, when he was moving, or his mouth was moving, it just didn't track well. You could just tell. It just looked terrible. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I just I just found this comparison image and it's yeah. like three million 
three million dollar bond. No, three. I can't fucking read. I legit cannot read. <laughs> I'm not telling this of things I am. Three hundred million dollar budget. All right, and it's and it's Henry Cavill as Superman with um with his mustache CGI'd off, and then next to it is an absolutely better one. Uh, Henry Cavill's actual face. Uh, the mustache is completely removed, but it looks more like Henry Cavill than um, Whedon's, and it was done on a five hundred dollar used computer. Oh God, it says a lot, doesn't um, it? So, what 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 are you going to put your hands in the trust of? You going to put it in uh, Whedon, or are you going to put it in some guy off Reddit who knows how to do basic CGI? Just so bad, like, <laughs> boss. And you know what, as well, like, I saw a comparison video on Instagram earlier, and it was it was mm-hmm. the scene where he, where he's kicking Steppenwolf's ass, um, mm-hmm. and you know when he lasers his face and shit, like yeah. it's the scene of him. It's pretty much the same scene. It's near enough the same scene. Yeah, but. Obviously, in the Schneider cut, he's got the black suit. Yeah. Right. Why? So, I'm why assuming that was the original suit? suit. I don't know. He was just feeling it, I guess. But... <laughs> he puts on the black suit. There's... Fucking green. Yeah, no, no. I'm full of boxes. No, no, no. Like, I walk this lonely road. <laughs> Steppenwolf, I've come to kick your ass. I walk this way, <laughs> but like, like anyway, like he fully had to like re-edit Superman suit because in the um in Whedon's cut, he's wearing the red, red and blue suit. Yeah, why would? Oh my god. Like, I, why think, not just I think Weedon. Weedon could have done something so much better. Yeah, you know he could have consulted Snyder. Yeah, he was going through a tough time, but he could have consulted Snyder. Said, "Yeah, hey, um, do you mind sharing with me your vision? Uh, yeah, that's fine. I will just note some things down for you. All you have to do is follow it's the assemble. fucking train, CJ. Follow Wait. the damn train, CJ. That's all you have to do. Weedon had to be." CJ and follow the fucking train. You know what I mean? You know what? Wait, no. Whedon had everything he needed in front of him. No, this is like you go over to someone's house, they make you a nice meal, and you decide, fuck it, and you go home and make your own. Or, no, 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 worse than that. Worse than that. You go over to someone's house, they've cooked you a five-star gourmet meal with a chef mm. and a Michelin star. You say, no thank you, sir, and pull out a fucking wimpy. And start eating a wimpy with your fucking feet. That's the comparison you should be doing. Actually. <laughs> you don't, you don't make like... your own fucking food, you grab the shit off the floor and just start eating it with your feet. <laughs> Well, like he had, he had all the scenes there. Maybe there was a few more he needed, but like he had everything he needed there. 
and he had he, he just scrapped. He probably had eighty seven percent of the stuff no, he, he had, needed. No, he at had least. more than that. He had at least ninety. No, he had ninety seven percent of what he, he just needed Jeez, to assemble oh, it. How can you? How could you just throw that shit away? You don't have ninety percent of a million pounds to go. Oh, it's not a million pounds. You fucking chuck it away. You know what I mean? Trust. You know. You know what I fucking mean? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Absolutely fucking stupid. Why would you? Why? Why would you do that? Why would I, you do that? Mate, it has honestly, it's pissed me off so much. Like I've it never been baffled me. Thing is, like, I, 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 I said this to you before. It's just when Zack Snyder tried to defend Batman brutally murdering people in Batman vs Superman, I just couldn't take to the man. Oh, I don't see it as him killing people. I see it as them indirectly dying from his actions. What the fuck? Yeah, they they kind of just Batman uh, touched him. And he indirectly snapped his neck. Yeah. Um, Batman. No, no, no. Batman uh, blew up his car while he was in it. But, <laughs> like, he indirectly died because he was in the car. Batman would just blow it up. Yeah. The car. If, I mean, if, if if the guy wasn't in the car, then I guess, um, you know, he'd still be alive. Uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. That's like, that's like saying, that's like, um, oh, I do say, like, if two Englishmen now, two English Protestants, if two went out to your car right now, turned it on, and it blew up for some fucking reason, not because I'm part of the IRA or something, but it just randomly blew up, that's me indirectly killing you because you went into the car. Do you understand? Did you get yeah. what I'm saying? Do you know sound how fucking stupid it is? It's, it's how yeah. fucking dumb it is. Oh, that's, oh that's God, man. It, it's how do you indirect? But, how do you how but, do you indirectly kill someone by shooting them? Exactly, but like you know what, I'm a I'm gonna let that go, all right? Because Zack Snyder is a fucking good director, and he knows what he's doing, except for that little mishap. But he knows what the fuck yeah, he's except doing. Except for killing and, people. Yep. <laughs> and what we got on Thursday was fucking amazing. I'm it was. Sorry, I completely agree. I, I have... You know what? I'm going to say it. I think that's one of the best... It, uh, one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. Be it four hours, it is comparable. It should be comparable to uh, events such as Endgame, events such mm. as Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like, mm. first Iron Man. You know what I mean? The revolutionary shit. Mm. Mate, I Cause... thing is, I'd I'd compare it to Endgame, but the difference between this and Endgame is that Endgame was rounding off the last ten years of development. This is setting up the future. You know? Oh, I shouldn't say it was setting up the future because mm-hmm. we we we're hoping I have seen, though, on Twitter, Instagram, and other forms of social media, such as Reddit, as well as, um, like, tech posts, like, you know, film review posts, saying that hashtag bring back the Snyderverse. Yes. Everywhere. 
every I'm I'm literally seeing it under like loads of posts on my discovery page on Instagram. Like I'm I'm seeing like bring back the Snyderverse, bring back the Snyderverse, bring back the Snyderverse. I think if Warner Brothers brought back the Snyderverse, they could benefit because they they're only in it for the money. Realistically, oh, yeah, 100%. if they brought back the Snyderverse, they could say, okay, we are getting our money. We are getting our money. We are getting a lot of fucking money. Because originally, I think they projected it as just like, oh, it's just another superhero film. We'll just get money anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they if they did it for the fans like, you know, Disney have been doing, mm. they will be almost comparable to Disney due to the fact that they are reviving a great comic book and, yeah. you know, and TV series and movies like a producing company, DC Comics, by allowing them to have the freedom that marvel has been given by disney by making this the snyderverse by making you know that a reality be it that Zack snyder may he may still be dealing with some things obviously because it was quite a recent event but you know if if he just is there as like a creative director so people just go to like you know directors go to him and be like yo how how do i do this like what what do you envision what do you plan Hmm. and they can direct it from there if you get good directors, unlike Whedon, if you get good directors that are willing to follow what Zach is saying and 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 the amount of money that Warner Brothers is giving, you can fully revive and have a functioning superhero universe for the DC comics, comparable to Marvel. You know. Just makes sense, it just, doesn't it? The thing is, like, I, you know what, though, like, Zack Schneider being the creative director, I reckon, uh, I don't see anyone else doing it but him. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I like, see that. This, this, this man had vision. This man executed vision. Vision, you know, became reality. Hmm. And. I think, you know, when making something, I that let's face it, this this the Schneider Cut was his passion project. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, and you know, having someone else involved in that doesn't help because when you try and explain to someone your vision, you know, it trans. It's like. The best way I can like explain it is, you know, when you translate something from another language, yeah, it's not exactly the same how it is in the original language. Like when you translate something from Arabic to English, it's not exactly the same. So when you try to translate something from Welsh to English, because yeah. trust me, I've seen some roads, I've seen some dodgy like, like setup road signs on the side of the road. They'll be like, there was was one that actually got famous because it. The English said, please keep to the left and allow for the construction vehicles moving on the right. The Welsh said, put the fish in the microwave, wait till the time goes for beer, and then add peas. <laughs> How did they fuck up that That's badly? <laughs> because it's the, it's the fucking British government. That's how it fucks up that badly. They're like, oh, um, put the microwave, um, uh, put the fist in the microwave. Fucking retards. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's yeah. why I think if he is creative director, 
if he's creative director, he'll be able to, you know, go down to the set and, and help these direct because if you get a good director, i.e. James Gunn, you know what I mean? He directed very mm. two very successful Marvel films and, and they were very and good. You, you know what? Even his suicide squad is, is shaping up nicely. Like, I didn't like Exactly, that's what I'm the saying. First one was shit. But, I didn't like the yeah. first one at all. Now I watched it and I was like they've got rid of half the characters apart from mm. the high-paid actors. You know what I mean? They got rid of half the characters of the squad in the first yeah. five minutes of them being in the city. Mm. And then all of the high-paid actors were the only remaining ones. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? You know what I mean? Whoa, whoa. Sure. How, do you, how do you make a film about a suicide squad who has to have all components of a squad to work? Now, in the comics... When they work together, they fucking work well. But yeah. when in the film you kill them off in the first fucking five minutes, and you've got what Will Smith, Margot Robbie, and some other fucking Spanish cunt who can light his hands on fire, yeah, they even you know killed I mean? him off. I swear, I swear he died at the end. Yeah, bro, yeah, no, he died before he can get out of the city. The only ones that survived were Margot Robbie, Will Smith, and someone else. I can't even remember who that was. You know what I mean? It's James Gunn does this correctly it can pr- it proves mm. that if you get a good enough director with you know the complacency and the understanding of how things need to be done if you have a creative control over you because James- he had the um, he had Kevin Feige looking at My guy. Yeah. Yeah, just gone silent. Or you can't. Oh, have I? Yeah. There you go. Right. You're blessed. Uh, I'm a blessed now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny. I lost complete, lost chain of thought. I've completely yeah. lost chain of thought. But you know what? It's blessed. So let's get back on track. Let's like, let's talk about Schneider Cut now. We've talked about like just okay. our dislike for the weed and cut. Like, the Schneider cut, mate, was fucking beautiful in every single way possible. And you muted again. What the sound, JD? Fuck. Swear it's the internet connection, bro. <laughs> Mad. Well, it's not mine anymore because I'm back in London and my internet in London is sick. So, yeah, well, it's London and I'm in the middle of absolutely nowhere. But fuck no. <laughs> I'm in what? Middle of the country. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, mate, right from the start of the movie, it just establishes the weight of Superman's death from. Batman vs Superman, like right from the start. Oh yeah, because With... right from the start he's getting stabbed with the heart, isn't he? Mm. And bro, you just feel the weight of that, and you feel it throughout, like the movie, like up until they revive him. It's like shit, shit has hit the fan. Superman died, Cause... like. But uh, Bruce and Diana keep referencing how it, it it's not the same without him. It's not the same without mm. him. Like you know, 
I don't, it, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It's not the same. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you keep getting those sort of vibes as well as getting those actual quotations from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like throughout the, throughout the film, like it's not like, oh yeah, he's dead right from start. I'm assembling a team. Hey, we have a way of reviving Superman. No, it's he died. I feel guilty about it. I need to make up for that. I'm building this team because I made him a promise. This team isn't complete because he isn't here. We have a chance to bring him back and fix this team. We've done it. Like He is consistently held throughout up until his revival. Yeah. And it just has so much more of an impact. And you just feel it. As a higher... I felt, it has a higher weight Bruce to it, Wayne. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, I felt Bruce Wayne's motivations through this way more than I did in the Whedon Cut. It just felt so much <laughs> more, like, motivated. Whedon, the Whedon Cut just felt like it was like, oh, um, we need to make Justice League a thing. So, mm. do you know how we're going to make Justice League a thing? We're going to make it a thing by making Superman a revive. Oh, look. Superman is a revive. Um, let's go kill Big Baddie Monster. Yeah, that's what Whedon felt like. But Snyder was Snyder was like, Superman's dead. Okay, what are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? It was a bit. It's a bit more motive to it instead of a, mm. instead of like having this this constant, um, just constant wanting to just have him back. Like, oh yeah, we need him back. Yeah, I guess it would be good if we have him back. Yeah, yeah it'll be good if we have him back. I don't know. Like, kind of want him but, back. But in the Schneider cut, it's just a we need him. Oh yeah, this is definitely we need him, man. Yeah. Big we need him. Like we didn't cut was, oh, we cannot we want him. I mean, yeah. And then the Schneider cut was we need him. We need him. Schneider cut um, was more aggressive with its approach of mm. on like the understand like, I, I say aggressive, it was more confrontational with the fact that they needed Superman. So yeah. it was more, oh, because you could hear it in dialogue as well. Because like, the extended bits of dialogue, not just, you know, added detail to the story, but it also added detail to the meanings within the film. Because you had, mm. what was it? it was like when they were like, oh yeah, it'd be great if we, uh, it'd be great if we had him. Like, I think there is a way. I think there is a way we can get him back. Is that, are you sure it's too risky? It, it, it might be. It's like a hard, but and there was a lot of internal conflict between them all. Hmm. Whereas in the Whedon, it was like, ah, we need him back. You're right. We can revive him. Cool. How do we do it? Box. Cool. Yeah. Should we do it? One person says no. We're doing it. You know what I mean? And there was a lot more internal strife that built like you know close them together a bit more and like his death and resurrection were like caused were like yeah caused character developments for other characters like this whole movie was yeah. character development for batman batman massive character development which was brilliant and like they even they even made the mother boxes their own like had their own character development they only started calling out because they realised the threat of Superman was no longer around. 
Yeah, it they, makes they so much Superman more sense was... why Steppenwolf is coming now. Because Superman's Cause... dead. Yeah. I kind of got that. And... I got I got that in the weeding cut, but I think that's because but I'm it, such it's... a hardcore, yeah. you know, understanding of these types of mm. films. Like I understand like, these types of films. Just... When you look at a Marvel film and stuff like that, you can understand what's going on. But like it was because I've watched so on. many of them. It was brushed on in the weeding. Yeah, it was it's actually just like in the weeding cut. It like... was. Batman made it a point. Like, he goes, look, why, like, Aquaman or someone was like, why should we bring him back? Like, you know, do we need him? How do you know they just won't kick his ass? Like, they've kicked our ass. And he goes, because they, why don't you think they've called out before? They've been at rest for thousands of years, but they call now when Superman died because they know he wasn't around to be a threat. They are scared of him. Mm. Like, I, st- I still stand by my point that Superman's way too overpowered. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Wait, hundred percent. But you can't have a character like Superman and him not be overpowered. It's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, he literally is called Superman. Yeah. But and and then like the Flash as well. We call him Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gary. But the Flash, even he had character development when reviving Superman. That scene where he was like. I have I can do it, but I kind of have this rule of not breaking uh, light speed. Speed light. Kind of, yeah, because it messes with time, and I don't want to do that. But if I need to, I will do it. And which opens right. up the speed force, which then adds yeah. more threats into the yeah. world. You know what I mean? Like fun. That's oh, I just oh, it was so beautiful. I loved every part of the flashes. You know, character in this movie. I, I've I've seen one of the Flash, and that's CW Flash, you know, TV mm. series Flash. And I rated it. I was like, yeah, this is yeah, good Flash. This is a good person to play the Flash. Yeah. When this Flash came along, I can't remember the actor's name. I am Ezra deeply apologize. Ezra Miller. That's hey, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Holy shit. Where did it? My days. Anyway, whenever Miller, whenever Miller came along, it was like, "This is a good flash." Like in the in the weeding car was like, "It's a good flash, good choice for the flash." You know, mm. I can see he's why Ezra Ezra would be picked. You know, he's light hearted like the flashes. He he makes cracks a lot of jokes, but in the weeding car, he cracked a little too much jokes. Um, mm. in Snyder cut, however. There was more visible and dialogue conflict within himself, mm. and this is shown both times when he goes close to the speed of light. Yeah. Oh, mate, that scene, um, near the end where the mother bot like end. unity is achieved, and he starts running like after he gets shot, like fam, he was running and running, waiting for Cyborg to give the signal, and then he got shot. And honestly, I was just lost. I was like, no fucking, no. What the fuck? And then unity just happens and everything explodes. And I'm just there like, you did not just fucking... And then the face starts running. And he just says, like, I need to do this. I need to, like, do that time. And he goes, Dad, I just want you to know that your son... He was one of the best. He did it. He was one of the best. And I felt that. 
so much because you could tell how scared he was to attempt this because he'd never attempted it before. And he turned back time. He ran back through time. I think I think the song they should have played was If I could turn back time <laughs> In the Weedon cut, yeah. In the Weedon cut. Oh yeah, in the Weedon cut. That would that would that would definitely be played messing around. Yeah. Like he Weedon would have taken that genuinely seriously. You'd have been like, Oh yeah, that's a sick song option, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Like, when the when the flash meets it like is in prison talking to his dad. Like that scene's in the Weedon cut as well, but that's short. And it's started off with him drawing a stupid face on a guy who's been a dick to him. You mm. can't feel emotion if you just start off with a joke like that. Like I don't don't yeah. work for me. But like he just jokes 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 require a punchline and you can't just deliver the punchline without giving the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm. And he just, when he was speaking to his dad, it was, it was a longer conversation as well. And it was just so... Oh, yeah. That's why they dragged him away at the end, because it was a longer yeah. conversation. Yeah. The fact that he you got dragged away, but and he was still trying to tell his son, like, stop. Forget about me, live your own life. Like, Isn't it? And then when he goes to his dad at the end of the movie, saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm employed like properly now. It just felt so much better. It was a better I'm in a crime lab. Hey, mm, yeah. hey, he's a crime lab. Hey. But like, it was just OG such Flash a story. better payoff, you know, because we had that development at the start. Hmm. It did mate, have more build to it. They cyborgs, yeah. cyborgs character development was brilliant. This is why I want the Snyderverse because I want a cyborg mm. movie. I'm not even lying. I want a cyborg movie. Boy, right. Let's talk about cyborg in the Weedon cut. All cyborg, right. he comes in. Literally, just you see him. You're like, okay, this is cyborg. He talks to Diana. He contacts Diana. Oh, okay. He hacked the back computers. Um, oh, he's smart. Like. He's also established as still being afraid of what he is. And then he yeah. walks Diana, he does his thing, and he fucks up. And he comes back, he does bits, and then he gets cut in half. And then he, he like, they save the world, you know? And he, he kind of redevelops, and he has his OG. That's the one th- that is one thing I liked about uh, Weedon Cut is at the end where he like grew that chest plate and it was his OG logo. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But his dad was there as well. But in the Schneider cut, he fucking is established. He's afraid of what he is and he hates it. His he listens to his dad's tape. And his dad tells him what he can do and he journeys Explores what crushes it do. before it gets personal. Crushes mm. it before it gets personal. Yeah. And because he doesn't, he doesn't like. He likes the ability, but he doesn't like the personality. No. And then fucking one scene I liked as well with Cyborg was, you know, where he's exploring like the banks of the world and that, like what control he can have over money. 
and he looks yeah. at this woman this way it focuses on this one specific woman and he gives yeah. her the money that just yeah, I really like, like that this... scene because even though he's a machine majority of machine he still has a heart he still has a soul he's still a good guy I think the one thing that annoys me about the character appearance of Cyborg is the fact that he's not his OG, like, full mm. right arm, part yeah. left arm, full legs, he, part chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. I think that's, he's like, like, my he's, one. He's, he's full robot apart from his mm. fucking Base. eye. Yeah, that's, that's the mean? one it's thing a bit that ridiculous. annoyed me about the Schneider cut, like, they did everything well except for Cyborg's look. Like, he looks like one of those spin tops, mate. Very top heavy. Yeah, just yeah. Fucking... It is it is a bit ridiculous. He could have done it a bit better. Yeah, but we'll forget. It, it would have saved them. It would have it would have saved them so much on CGI as well. Oh yeah. Because instead of having to CGI the entire suit, mm, all you've got to do is CGI bottom half, half an arm. Yeah, half an arm, and that's it. You know what I mean? Well, maybe an eye, but half an arm, and that's it. Yeah, half arm, half his face. Then usual black prosthetics. Been blessed. Yeah. I but... mean, because he's a bulky guy as well. The, mm, the, the yeah. actor who plays him bulky. He's bulky a very guy. Bulky. So if I... they if they put if they put placement plates on, all they need to do is fill green in, put placement plates on his leg, put green yeah. on his leg. And then that's it. You, you've got your cyborg leg. Your cyborg... You know what I mean? Mm. Because it, if you look at the practical effects of of, of um, oh god, it was one of the I think it was in Infinity War where Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr has like a chest plate of Iron Man on. Mm. He has a blue t-shirt on mm. and then you know green or blue trousers. He has like blue trousers on. Press the chest plate allows them to add a tiny bit of detail on the chest plate for headshots. You know I mean it makes headshots a lot easier, makes it a bit more comfortable to wear, gives it a bit of weight so like he can feel he knows what he's doing. And he can feel like the the movements and the actions of the character a bit more, mm. but he also it also saves on special effects because when it's headshots they don't have to add as much of like CGI, and when it's full body shots they don't have to add that m- much to the, like the head department, and they can just save and they can add more detail to the lower half of the body. Yeah, if you did something similar to that with Cyborg, it would just it would just I think it would just look better. Yeah, so much better. But yeah, I love the character development that they had of it yeah, yeah. as well. They had a lot, they had a lot more depth, a lot more depth. I tell you. But even even That's like, <clears throat> it's just. I th- I think uh, it's just really my one thing issue with it, my one main issue, but it's easily forgiven, from just the quality of the movie yeah. itself. Like, uh, if he looks the, the shit pro, and he had a pro's shit definitely character, way out the then it's just like, yeah, yeah. Even like, pro's oh, definitely way out the cons. 
Aquaman as well. True. He was. He didn't have as much character development as Flash or Cyborg, but he. I think he still got the new movie was coming. Mm. You know what I mean? He still I think got... because they knew a movie was coming. Yeah, but you still had enough to understand him, like, and his like Bruce, relationship yeah. towards Atlantis. Like, it's established why he doesn't want to be there, because in in Whedon's one, he's kind of just there, and then when they're like, "Oh, you're here," and he goes, "Yeah, I don't really want to be there," he's like, "Oh, okay." He doesn't like it there, but when he when he, in the Schneider cut, it's like he doesn't like he doesn't like it there, and this is why. This is why he doesn't like it there. This yeah. is why he wants to stay here. Oh, yeah. also, when Wonder Woman says like this almost throwaway comment about. Um, how our people haven't fought beside by side in eight in like millennia or something like that. Yeah. He goes, he goes. Well, I hate my people just as much it's as much you do. As yeah. And she yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not too keen on mine either." You know what I mean? Because mm. the whole reason she left the Amazons is because she wasn't keen on them. That makes sense. Yeah. And she she didn't really like them. No, I would say she didn't really. I yeah. suppose she just she, left. She, wasn't, she wanted yeah. to see the world. She wanted to see life outside of Stamascara. It wasn't. It wasn't so much she didn't like him. It's, it's a bit of both because she if you watched the Wonder Woman, if, yeah, if you watched the Wonder Woman film, she was like, "I want to go see the world," and they were like, yeah. "No." Yeah. And she was like, "Why not?" Like, I, like, I want to go see the world, and they were like, like, "Well, fuck you." No. <laughs> and they were like. Yeah, she literally, she literally was like, well, get fucked then, off I go. Yeah. And off she went. Wait, one, one thing about it, when I was watching the Schneider Cut is that <laughs> when Amber Heard showed up on screen, as soon as she showed up, this wasn't even wow. intentional. I just naturally, instinctly just shied, bitch. <laughs> um, what is it? When I was watching Aquaman for the first time, like before I watched the Snyder Cut, yeah. I saw Amber Heard turn. I saw Amber Heard turn up on screen, and I just went, "Fucking god!" <laughs> Without even thinking about it, and then and then I just looked at her chaps for the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what I did. But, I was like, like, "What fucking con?" Oh, look at her boobie! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but like, wait, <laughs> fucking, like. Um, right. I don't like her. She done Johnny Depp Day. But Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but I gotta admit, her performance was really good in this. Yeah. Like for what little she was in, it was good. I mean, if you can if you can do the whole thing and like separate the art from the artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I can I can comfortably do that. Like I can happily sit and listen to a Michael yeah. Jackson song. Knowing he touched kids, you know what I mean? No, 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 oi, no, oi. I've had this discussion with Lil before, right? Is we, it alleged? Like... <laughs> no, no. Me and Lil allegedly both established, children, like, me and Lil are both established. Michael Jack, we both agree, Michael Jackson has done some fucked up things, but you can't yeah. deny he made quality music. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's like what, Ozzy Osbourne. 
He, he <laughs> smokes meth out. He smoked. Here's a genuine story. He smokes meth out of a hooker's vagina. Fuck, uh, no, still fuck makes like music. Mm. You know what I mean? He smoked like, meth out of a hooker's vagina and still did quality music. Mm. Like, whatever you may feel towards the person or creator, like, you can't let that affect your enjoyment of their work. Yeah. Because I if love I went outside, Jackson songs. If I was a famous artist, yeah. Like, say, 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 say I went and did like a massive fucking killing spree, okay? And I'm the poorest murderer. Mm. But in jail, I learned the fact that I'm literally the king of New Age rock. Like, I, I learned the fact. And, and I, you know, start playing like, and by the time I get out of jail, I'm, I have this ability to make absolutely fucking banging New Age rock songs. You know what I mean? And I just start sending them off to publishers left, right, and center, and they get really popular, really popular. I am the king of new age rock, even though I've gone on a killing spree. You know what I mean? Separate the art, because everyone loves new age rock, from the artist, me, who's just gone on a massive killing spree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, with Kevin Spacey as well. Kevin Spacey, yeah. But I fucking love his movies. Like, are you going to tell me he was... Are you going to tell me just because of what he's done as a person, him in Seven was rubbish? Mate, I had chills. Baby Driver. Baby Driver as well. He's a quality actor. I'm still going to enjoy his work just because he's done fucked up things. Yeah, Epstein Epstein wasn't an actor. Uh, He did some fucked up things. Um, He didn't have any art, so I'm not going to separate the art from the artist. He's a genuine cunt. Yeah, right. He didn't kill himself. <laughs> May I just add? Official record. No, nothing has happened to the people involved. Nothing has, nothing has happened. Do you know why nothing has happened? Because Joe Biden was elected. Mm. <laughs> Joe Biden, the fucking... Joe Biden, can't... the senile old bastard who can't even walk upstairs. <laughs> China is only killing Muslims because of cultural differences. How can you say that? That's like no Hitler. That's like if the English. That's like if the English started killing the Welsh. Like Passover or fucking Hanukkah. Hitler didn't like Hanukkah. Let's gas some Jews. Like fucking Stalin. Stalin just killed people. There's no real comparison here. But Stalin just killed people. He didn't care who you were. He just killed people. He just killed so people. So I think out of all of to. this, Stalin. Yeah, he literally did. You know, you know what's great. You know what's great. Hmm. There's the three inspirational quotes that I fucking love. Do you know why? Because they're inspirational quotes that I've been taking so wrong. The first one is the death of the death of a person is a tragedy. The death of millions is a statistic. Joseph Stalin. And that was taken and that was turned into an inspirational American mom Facebook quote. Okay. The reason he said that is because he was ref- he was referring to his own death. My death will be tragic, but the millions I've killed, it's merely just a statistic on paper. Mm. That's what he that's what he was referencing. The second one is the Margaret Thatcher one. So there's this quote that says, um, you need uh, you need to be look we need to be lucky once you need to be lucky all the time or something along the lines of that 
That wasn't Margaret Thatcher who said that. Okay, it was taken and put on American Mom Facebook as a quote from Margaret Thatcher, but realistically, it was a statement from the IRA in their message to Mrs. Thatcher about bombing her. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit. It's it's a bit of a mad one. It's a bit of a mad one still. No, I get what you mean. But anyway, as I'm saying, but yeah, you know, you know, man, how, how, just how, just how. Yeah. Oh Wait, God! We've gone got so off oh. track. <laughs> we've got we, so off track. We just finished. We just we just <laughs> finished we off about the article. Just finishing off about the Snyder Court is not nothing, nothing too deep. <laughs> How have we just gone from the Snyder Court's fucking amazing to Hitler killed Jews because he didn't like Passover or Hanukkah? <laughs> oh. oh no! This 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 podcast series is going to go well, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Awesome. This is going to be but... a, it's going to be a real hit. I think because we still got to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier so let's talk about one more thing about the Schneider Cut and then move on Martian Manhunter two things two things two things yeah because that's one of the things Martian Manhunter was fucking amazing like he just showed up I did not I was just shocked like he showed up I didn't know what to do with myself I genuinely didn't know what to do with myself I sat there and I was like Martian Manhunter I said that out loud I was doing I was doing the ironing I remember it vividly. <laughs> I was doing the army, and it was like, um, Kalel's mom was like, like going to Lois. Was yeah, like, oh, Martha darling, Kent. if you need anything, just, 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 just come over here. Um, like, yeah. yeah, I'll be there for you. And then leaves the room, turns into Martian <laughs> Manhunter, and I literally blurt out loud, Martian Manhunter. Like, <laughs> I, bl- my I brother, remember. my brother came running into the room, like, what? I was like, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> That's all I said. Like, wait, bro. I was, I was, I remember, I was sitting there, bro. I watched the entire movie with a headache because I had my second COVID jab, and that like just, it fucked my head off a bit. Like, I was functioning with a headache that whole day, and I was yeah. sitting there, hadn't said a word throughout the whole thing, and Martian Manhunter <laughs> shows up, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> First thing you say it, it actually, in the day. What the yeah. fuck? Like <laughs> that is I, quality. It just shocked me. And he looks sick. Yeah, he looks I'm not gonna sick. lie, the character design from Martian Manhunter is fucking beautiful. Like Gross. it captures it perfectly. It's like, you know, because in I think one of the the greatest depictions of Martian Manhunter for me was the animated series of Justice League. Because mm. that was like, that was like straight from the comics. And it's kind yeah. of like they took him straight from the comics and slapped him in CGI and then slapped yeah. him on the film. Like, it worked so fucking perfectly. It was unreal. And when he showed up to Bruce Wayne at the end. After the, after the little nightmare scene. After yeah. Little Nightmare scene. But he, I, he I'll rate that. Really I fully good. rate that. Hold on, wait, the last, wait, the wait. last couple of minutes. Wait, wait, wait. We have to, we have to talk about that last. That needs its whole discussion. Let, let's finish with Martian Manhunter. All right, all right. 
I just he his presence was very minimal in the movie, but it felt very weighted. He got Lois Lane. Like, out yeah, when he turned up. Like, wait, if he didn't show up to Lois Lane when he did, then she wouldn't have been there when Superman was losing his shit after getting resurrected. Yeah, and then Superman wouldn't have been sane mm. or he would like remember who yeah, he is. He probably would have killed Batman. Oh, definitely, hundred yeah. percent. He he was and, charging up. He was ready. He was like yeah. he was like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Yeah, and he was that like, scene was so that scene was so much better than the Whedon cut because in the Whedon cut he was like, I don't know who I am. Oh wait, there's Batman. You won't let me live. You won't let me die. Tell me, do you bleed? Like, and then Lois shows up because Alfred brought her. But in this, he comes back. He has still has no idea who he is until he sees Lois. Yeah, and Lois is just there by chance because the Martian Manhunters like intervene. Yeah, because Mar- Martian Manhunter turns up is like, yeah. um. Oh yeah, hey, darling, you, you really need to get out of the house. You really need to start you know, living your life and everything like that. And yeah, which makes sense because Lois Lane wouldn't have realized that Superman was going fucking AWOL <clears throat> if she wasn't until there. if she wasn't yeah. there. And the reason she was there is because she was like. Oh my god! I need to. I need to leave the house. She's so right. I need to get out because if I just stick One in the cycle, time. I'm going to be depressed. One last time. May as well just go visit him. The police officer. The police officer that narrowly near missed death even yeah. said, "One last time, Mrs. Lane," and yeah. she was like, "Yeah, I guess one last time." So, like, Martian Manhunter <laughs> saved the everyone, really, didn't he? Pretty much. Yeah. That's that's why he's. You know, has a place on the Justice League. But also, I, I was looking... I saw the other day on Snapchat, on IGN's uh, story, who mm. was that mystery character in, in the Snyder Cut? Who is the mysterious Martian Manhunter? And, like, I know it's just kind of like a tagline just so you can, like, draw people in and then be like, this is what happened in the movie. But... You, you can't. The my issue with that tagline is, everyone who grew up watching, the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited cartoons, they know who the fuck Martian Manhunter is, and they make up majority of the audience. Yeah, so, the pe- like, the people who grew up with the comics makes the majority of the comic book consumer audience now. The, the average age of people who go to watch Marvel films, DC films, the people who enjoy like ser- TV um, series on Amazon Prime, such as The Boys, you know, the, 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 they grew up watching these cartoons. They grew up watching these and like going, oh my God, this is such an amazing world. What if it was to become real life? Holy shit, it's become real life. What the ever living fuck are they going to do next? You know what I mean? But Marshman was sick. I just want to see more of him. To be fair, fuck it. Flash movie, cyborg movie, Marshall Manhunter in both of them. Oi, Marshman should get his own movie because there's so much history to that character. 
Batfleck, Batfleck series. He needs, yeah, he needs. Batfleck needs to happen. Oi, oi. I, right. I think the, the fucking nightmare scene. <laughs> right. Can we establish it's a nightmare, please? Well, no, because we're talking get... about the nightmare scene, but when he had his nightmare about the nightmare, it was like. You know, when he had his nightmare, nightmare, about nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> when he had the nightmare about the nightmare, I feel like nightmare I feel like I'm night. from, yeah. like from Money Python. The nightmare the nightmare about nightmare. No, because it yeah. is the nightmare timeline. Because even Cyborg saw it through the mother box. The nightmare yeah, timeline it... was, I think, about what. 15, 10, 15 minutes worth of the movie? Uh, yeah, a good, uh, good 20 minutes worth of content. Like, overall, overall throughout the whole thing. Yeah, because it was, like, very peaceful, very, mm. like, very, like, oh, this is the end of the f- cut to black epilogue. Then it's, like, yeah. fucking sand dunes and shit. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? And then, like, when they That's chucked in little, when they chucked in the snippets throughout the film. <laughs> Mm, yeah. When what? When watching the Nightmare Timeline, I was, I fucking loved it because I I think I've said this to you before. I just want a movie with, like, just set in the Nightmare Timeline, like a whole movie. Because that be if they sick. just had like a spin-off series, if they just had like a mm. spin-off movie, and for them just in Nightmare, that be that would be good. Yeah. I read that. And then when they were just establishing it in this, I had chills. Like, the Flash's nightmare suit looks sick. Deathstroke oh, was I've always... Bro, mm. when I saw Deathstroke on the boat, I was like, holy fuck, it's Slade Wilson. Mm. I haven't fucking heard that name in a long fucking time. Like, also, this guy actually looks like Slade Wilson. Like... When you look at the comics and then you look at this movie, it's like, yes. Yeah, that's Slade Wilson. That is dead. Mm. You know, that is Slade Wilson. Deathstroke. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is Deathstroke. You know what threw me, though? Because that scene was used as a post-credit scene in the Justice League, uh, Josh Whedon's one. Yeah. And, And you know what threw me is the fact that that was the guy that played Flash in um, the original Spider-Man movie. Tried to kick Peter's ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same guy. What? Yeah. (laughs) That guy's touched Tobey Maguire. I'm going to hunt him down. (laughs) dare you touch my boy Tobey. No one touches Tobey without my permission. It was the same That's guy that really baffled me. But then I remembered I'm this mad. like Spider Man came out in two thousand two. This came out in twenty seventeen. Like that there was a fifteen year difference. Like fucking hell. Yeah, you wouldn't expect to be fucking grey there, would you? No. I think no no no. Like I think a lot of that was odd, just No 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 no. That that would have been like Dying as the character, yeah. 
Yeah. And it just threw me because it looks so different. But when you know it's him, you can't not see it. I'm going to have to go back and review that. Um, okay, I'm going to go back and review that. With the nightmare timeline, it, it looked so intense. And then the Joker showed up. It was when the Joker showed up, that was it for me. Because I hated I Jared ready. Lowe's Joker in Suicide Squad. I was ready to give Jared Lowe's Joker shit. But when it was like long mm. hair instead of short hair, I was like, mm. wait a minute. Hold up. Like, something ain't right. And then he started to go Nightmare Joker. And I was like, hello. This is turning me on. Like, when you see him and he starts, he mocks Batman throughout the whole thing. And I'm just there like, this is the Joker I want to see. And I think, I'm like, Jared Leto's Joker is restored to me. I yeah. forgive him. Like, I still think Heath Ledger's is the best, but yeah, I forgive oh, yeah. Jared Leto. But Heath his, Ledger's his Joker is was was brilliant. Like, he was, mate, he was mocking Batman the entire time. Like, this is a Batman who's on the edge now. Like, this is the Batman who's carrying around a gun, right? Yeah, this is this is and, the this is the oh, I directly kill people, Batman. Yeah. This isn't the oh I accidentally blew up his car while he was inside of it. This is yeah. I will blow up his car because he's inside of it. Yeah. And he he is just mocking him and he's bringing up like when Amber Heard says like what do you know of Lost? And Joker's like oh he knows so much about Lost, don't he? His dead mom, his dead dad, his dead adopted son. It was when he said the adopted um, son part, I was like, no, you did not go there. He, he kind of shot fires. Yeah, because, like, it was worse because the Joker killed Robin. In the nightmare timeline. Like, no, no, in the main timeline. Because remember in Batman v Superman? In the main timeline? Remember Batman v Superman, you see Robin's suit. Oh my god! Schneider set it up from that as well. Schneider, there was supposed to be this whole yeah. Bastard. There was supposed to be this whole like thing to further developed like like more background given to it. But when Joker brought it up, he was proper mocking him for that. And like when he Didn't... said, he said, "You sent a boy wonder to do a man's job." And I couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, no, you did not just say that to this man. Like, Batman would full-on just straight murdered him right there and then if he didn't need him. 100%. Mate, that's the Batman who kills people intentionally and you'll see it, you'll throw mm. stuff like that around. Yeah, you're asking for it. That... You're asking for it. And as well, like when Batman said, "I made Harley Quinn a promise, like that when I kill you, and don't, and I promise you, I will fucking kill you." When he said that, I will. Those lines, I will fucking kill you. I was, I was I so shaken back, like, because when Batman 
You know how Batman says things to threaten people because that's his thing. He scares them into doing what he wants them to do. When Batman yeah, said that, he runs around as a bat and he can threaten his country. Like when he said that, I was like, "Yo, this man means it." This, this man's going to be like, "I'm going to rip your testicles off and shove them down your throat and boil yeah. them and proceed to watch you eat them like eggs." Like, yeah, man, that's the kindness he's going for 100% like he will like he means what he says and just that that little two three minute conversation just meant the so truth much bro do you realise the, the significance card. of the truth card the truth card oh my god oh they and Batman took it as well yeah, because if he didn't, if he didn't take it, it was either mm. kill Joker there and then, or let Joker run rampant and and like you know, everyone get killed. But you took the mm. truce card because he's trying to play Joker at his own game. Mm. Know what I mean? Because if he takes the truce card, it's like Joker's like, okay, we've established a truce. Yeah. And then during that, Batman basically has quite literally the cards in his hands. So oh, it was just. Hey, it was just so intense and I loved it. And then Superman showed up at the end. And then Joker's laughing his ass off. Different different Superman. Hey, yeah, this is this is even It was Superman. a different guy. It was a different guy playing Superman. No, it was the same guy. No, I swear it was different. No, different it was the same guy, No, mate. You, you sure it was you sure that was Cavill? Go back and watch it. I swear it wasn't. hundred percent, it was Cavill. Why would they get a different guy? Because that's what happens. You know, fucking. What is it? You're gonna go into alternate timeline. And you're gonna be like, "Yo, Superman's definitely the same." You know what I mean? This isn't an alternate timeline, though. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. This. I swear, is... not. I swear, can no, I know listen, a different one? Listen, no. Can I? <laughs> Nightmare is the timeline, yeah. right? It still has all the original events. Everything that happened in Justice League in the present time is the same. Nightmare diverges when Darkseid shows up and Lois Lane dies. And then Superman right. goes on Darkseid's side. Because That's where she's a retard? No, because, so basically, the original plan was, Schneider's plan was to have, like, because obviously, you know how Darkseid was in the movie, heavy in the movie, which was sick, and he looks sick. He, yeah, when he was in the movie, <laughs> when he was in the movie, he said, we will go to Earth of old, old ways, as in with ships instead of boom tubes and that, and we will conquer the Earth. Mm. So the original plan was, when Darkseid shows up, Superman entrusted Batman to protect a pregnant Lois Lane while he goes and fights Darkseid. And now, for whatever reason, Batman fucks up and fails and Lois Lane dies. And Superman, in his grief, is easily corrupted by Darkseid. That was the plan. And that's why everything's gone to shit. I just had a thought. Oh. I just had a thought. 
because I swear to you, it was a different character, different guy who played Superman. Oh my god, I just had a thought. No, hear me out. Listen, man. No. Listen, me out. Because I know, I know Listen what you're gonna say. What am I gonna say? You're gonna say, "Oh, maybe it's Superman's son. He's not actually dead." Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. A dick. No, it's not. Because that is why super, like, because the nightmare timeline, would, like itself, takes place like a few years later, but the events which cause the nightmare timeline doesn't take place that far after. Because Lois Lane was still pregnant when she died, and that is why Superman is even more grief-strucken. It's like you know in the Injustice, Injustice. When mm. Joker manipulates yeah. him into killing Lois Lane, Lois Lane was pregnant, and like, um... but the, yeah, so the okay, original yeah. plan was to do that, and that's why Superman yeah. is on Dark Side side. And imagine being such a soy boy that you get corrupted because your wife's dead. Yeah, imagine, imagine being like, oh, the greater good of the universe, or. Mm. I'm going to destroy it because my wife's dead. It's definitely what she would have wanted. I think I mean, let's, let's destroy you plays in as well, though. But I'm not sure how much. Like, he's corrupted by the anti Oh, what he... Mm. Mm. But, um, and then the, the rest of the plan was... So, the sequel to Justice League would have been majority set in that nightmare timeline. And you know how the Flash tra- uh, travelled back in time from the Nightmare timeline in Batman v Superman and said, Lois is the key? And he goes, oh, I've gone back too far. Yeah. So that was, in, that was like setting it up. So the point was they were going to send the Flash back in time to Bruce. To so, like, so Bruce, yeah. So Bruce wouldn't fuck up. But it would have been Bruce that died instead of Lois. And then it would have... And then, then Bruce dying would have caused this whole, like, endgame-style gathering of just every hero, like, all the beings on Earth, like, all... You know how it established when Darkseid first attacked Earth? You had the Atlanteans, the uh, Amazonians, the humans... Even the lanterns, they teamed up and fought. Oh my! Side. That's what would have happened. God, yes, the lanterns are completely in the third forgot one. about them. Mm. Oh but that's my what would God. have happened in the third one. So they would have fought Darkseid and won, but Batman would have been dead, unfortunately. But then there was also another plan, like so Superman's son would have been born without powers, and then twenty years after. The 20th anniversary of Bruce's death, Superman would have taken him to the Batcave and his son would be called Bruce Kent and he he would have given his son the mantle of Batman to take on. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's kind of cool at the same time. It kind of feels like... It kind of feels a lot like New Avengers type shit, you know? Because... Mm. Mm. New Avengers is currently consisting of the two children that have disappeared from the multiverse. Mm. Um, 
Cassie. Oh, yeah, I can't Cassie Lang. Last name. Kate Bishop. Cassie Lang. Yeah, that's um, not Kate the new Bishop Avengers, and... that's the Young Avengers. Oh, what's the new Avengers then? I can't remember. The new Avengers Same is... Um, in the comics, it was Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Bucky Barnes, Captain America, Iron Man. Cap- Cap's dead. Yeah. Cap's dead, Iron yeah. Man's dead. So are they going to establish yeah. that one? You know what I mean? No, Bucky Barnes, Captain America. Oh. Yeah. Soviet American. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> But like, oh, you know we'll what? Go to, we'll go on to we'll go on to any second. So, with the with the plan of, of the nightmare timeline and that, and I could have I would have seen Bruce die twice in that movie, once in the nightmare mm-hmm. timeline, like trying to get Flash to go back in time, and the second time when after Flash had gone back and he saves Lois Lane. And mm. I had a thought, so when he dies in the Nightmare Timeline, I could honestly see him dying by Joker's side, him and Joker fighting together, trying to make this plan, like, fighting together so this plan works, and then sacrificing themselves together for this to work. That, and I saw... That would be very, very fucking good. Mm. Especially after like everything they would have established with like Joker killing Robin and that, and then them dying together, that just be fucking amazing. That would be very good. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved it. I just loved every part of that. I mean, Warner Brothers has got the chance to, so it's up to them now, I guess. Like, I can imagine Joker's line being like, what'd you say, Bats? One last go? Or something like that. But One last laugh. Oh, my God, the last laugh. Yeah. Oh, one my God, laugh. if they said one last laugh, that would have been... Babe, it would have been a rough killing sick. joke, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, my... That would have been sick. Or if they shook hands the or something. They shook hands and they blew each other up. Yeah, <laughs> like Joker would have Adam. made a joke about how ironic it is that they are both dying together, and then Batman would laugh to it again, reference to Killing Joke. Killing Joke, yeah, that would have been amazing. I would have loved that. We need to restore the Schneiderverse. I need Zack Schneider to make more of these movies. I will personally. Give him a blowjob if he does. I'd give him a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I, fucking I think the last thing we need to talk about now is just uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mate, that was... Okay, I this Soldier. is short. There's not as much to talk about because it's like... There's not as much to talk about, but it is still good. It's still... It's very established, I, think, I do say. They've established yeah. it very well. I'm a quick run my things, then you quick run your things, right? Calm. Right. It starts off really well. Like It just starts off with Falcon and him doing whatever he's doing in this new world. And I like how he's still doing Falcon things. I like how he didn't take on the mantle yet. 
And mm. I like how he, even though it felt like at the end of Endgame he was taking on the mantle that he still didn't feel like it should be him and it should be Steve. Like, you know how he said to Rhodey, when I said to him, it felt like someone else's shield, I meant it was his. I really yeah, like that. it wasn't mine. I thought that was brilliant. And I like, there was a lot of parallels drawn in this as well between him and Cap, Bucky and Cap. Like, and the three of them as characters. There's a lot of parallels drawn. So, yeah. him, Bucky, Cap. All three people have been displaced in time. And even though it's different... Wait, ways. how's Sam been displaced? Listen, I'll get to it. So, Cap, okay, okay. 1945, frozen in ice, woke up 70 years later, dealing with the fact that everyone he knows is dead and everything he knows has changed. Agreed. Bucky, 1945, was kidnapped by Hydra, manipulated into the Winter Soldier, and spent the last 70 years being their assassin, and then finally gets his mind back, and everything, everyone he knows is dead. Everything he knows has changed. And the only thing he has left is his traumatic past. It's basically a defroster hero type thing, isn't it? That's what the, that's what the because that's how he's not aged. Yeah, like he doesn't look aged. Yeah, because it was like a defroster hero type thing. Yeah, and now Sam, he was blipped in it. So oh, he was. Yeah, he comes back five years later, and everything has changed. So much has changed in the last five years, and it's made so apparent when he's with his sister. And I like that they brought his family into this. When he's with his sister mm. and he's so desperate to get that loan, even though she has told him she has done everything she could possibly do to get it. But he he's like, doesn't oh, understand because he has been gone it. for five years. Because this takes place six months after Endgame. And Endgame for him took place five minutes after Infinity War. Yeah. So he went so, to the Soul Realm, didn't they? Yeah. But for his sister, it's been five years. And he's I guess really right. struggling with that. And I love how they've drawn the parallels. I guess you're right, yeah. And, and then Bucky. I Mate, Bucky's character arc throughout that whole episode was brilliant. He wakes up as soon Making as he amends. wakes up. Yeah. As soon as you wake up, you're hit with his traumatic past. Like, when he was having that nightmare, I knew it wasn't about the guy he was going to kill. Because, no. realistically... It's about a passive it? Yeah. Realistically, Bucky has no remorse for the people he was intended to kill. Because they were scummy anyway. It's the collateral. When he killed that guy just trying to get into his room. And then he... The old man. I honestly didn't see it coming. I just thought, oh, Bucky's made a friend with this old guy. And it's really sweet because it was really sweet. Here's what I I thought. I thought it was one of his old... Like one of his last surviving friends. Mm. Because Hydra obviously works with with the Nazis a lot. So if Hydra yeah. worked with the Nazis a lot, they would have had ties with the Hydra branch of the Japanese. 
So when if Bucky was ever shipped over to Japan to like you know do some shit with the Soviets, like deal with yeah. deal with some of the Soviets from that side, then he would have made friends obviously with the or he yeah. would have known the um like the Japanese soldiers, and yeah. it just so happens that one of these Japanese soldiers moved to America. Bucky yeah. found that guy, the same Japanese made soldier, friends. and made friends with him. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking it was. Like he, he was like, Oh, I recognize you as an old Japanese soldier who was also uh at the establishment when I was there. So it's it's some common ground we have. Yeah, it'd be bad, but it's still some common ground. Yeah. But I just liked that Obviously, friendship because it was so moments. funny and so sweet. But then it turns out he killed his son. Like fuck me. It's pretty fucking mad. Trust. That was he's got the, he's got the shrine in the background as well. When he when he opens the door, he's like, "How did your date go?" He was like, he was like, "Oh, it yeah. was all right. I guess I forgot to pay for lunch." He says slowly as he notices the shrine to his dead son in the background. That, it was just really, really good and strong. And like, I can't wait to the well, next episode. Well. I think we I think they're gonna oh, yeah. fucking they're gonna definitely do bits on that next episode. Mm. And as well, like, when Bucky's in the therapy session, one thing that was made really, really clear, and I really liked it, was Bucky is free legally and mentally. Yeah. But not emotionally. He is, like, because he's got a full pardon. He's no longer being controlled by Hydra in any shape or form. The mm-hmm. only thing he is not free from is the trauma. Like, you know when he smiled in the episode when he was making amends, like, to his therapist and to the woman he was, uh, the Hydra woman. Oh, to the, se- the, the senator. Mm. When he was smiling to them, that was the fakest smile, but it's because Bucky doesn't know how to smile anymore. Yeah, because it was like, oh, how was your dating game? Because when he went on that date with the last, it was like, oh, how's your dating game? Mm. It was like, oh, I haven't done it since, what, fucking 1943? Yeah. Let, let me have a little scene, shall I? Yeah. But Bucky's I mean, arc is just so... I'm re- Honestly, like you just said, like I'm really excited for the next episode. I actually can't wait to it, because uh, uh, they're going to have to draw them together somehow, because... Yeah. Winter Soldier and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier effectively become Captain America in of itself. Mm. They become the symbol of Captain America. Captain America is now two people. You know what it is? And it's going to be my last point of this episode. It's going to be the cunting new one. Fake ass Captain America. Wait, no, wait, you know what? Same contemplate you know Dudley. You... Same dickhead. <laughs> It's not the same guy. I don't care. He's got Look. a square chin. Looks the same. <laughs> but, um, square fucking chin. You do. You called me when I was halfway through the episode and you said, Callum, I know you. You're going to, when you watch this, you are going to be so pissed. You're going to scream at the TV. And I said to you, I kind of know where this is going. I think this, this and this is going to happen. I know what's happening. Oh, it's going to be with that guy walking out at the end, yeah. isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I said, you captured America, and he didn't say anything. And 
I sat there, I saw it, his sister, uh, Sam's sister was like, oh, you need to see this. And he goes, oh, we need new heroes. I was like, right, they're going to reveal the new Captain America. And the guy came out and I just, I was like, oh, and then the episode ended. And I was, I honestly, I just shouted, what the fuck was that? No, I was so, I, I was so mad. You were right. Why like, would I they was just so mad. Why would they? Just, why would of all the people they have, they have to go with that? You know what I mean? They, have, what, they have to. You, want, oh you know what days. pissed me off a lot about it as well is how dirty they did Sam. They did him yeah. so dirty. Oh, here's here's the Captain America shield to the Smithsonian. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Like, here's the Captain I'm America giving... shield on this fucking dumbass little cunt. Like, when Sam was like, right, I'm giving this shield up because I think the world needs new heroes. And when I say new heroes, I don't mean new people taking up old legacies. I mean new heroes. Steve, this legacy is yours. It will always be yours. We're putting it to rest. And then the same guy who announced the new Captain America shakes Sam's hand, looks him in the eyes and goes, I think you made the right decision here today. And then he pulls this shit. I wanted to punch that bald-headed prick in the face. I was so mad. And like, right. I can't wait to guy, see what they do with the next. Oh. Like, Here's a theory. This it's just, it's just guy, come wait, this, oh, this guy walking out with a smile on his face, holding the shield. I was Mug the bastard. punchable cunt. Mug Modeling like, out, I'm like one, a of my, one of my friends, one of my friends asked me, like, why did they choose him? And I said, like, is this a character? She said, is this a character we've seen before in the MCU? I go, no, this is a new character, Jonathan Walker. Um, the reason they chose him is because they they've got him wrapped around their little fingers, aren't they? That's why they didn't mm. let Sam take on the mantle. That's why they persuaded him to give up the shield. They wanted even the shield though, so they even can give Rhodey, it to John Wall. You know what I mean? Even Rhodey was like, why did you not take on the le- legacy? Like, And, oh, fingers though, like, as mad as I was at this guy for being a smug little bastard, I, I couldn't help but think, he's going to have the darkest character downfall because, like, mate, if I was chosen to be the new Captain America, I'd be gassed. I would be that guy. I would be smiling, looking smug as fuck. I'd be gas, wouldn't you? Like, come on. I'd be, I'd... I'd be more Captain Britain or Captain Vietnam, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, he's going to have all these things promised to him. The love of the people, the glory of being Captain America, the glory of being a hero. Hero and discounts, think... apparently. That, that's established mm-hmm. in the Deadpool universe. Yeah, hero yeah. discounts. <laughs> Hero five at every good laundry shop. <laughs> and I don't I don't know yet if he's gonna have the super sort like if he's gonna be a super soldier or not. I don't think he is. I think he's just gonna be like a really highly trained soldier. I think right? I think they've got a B Tech B Tech fucking mm. super serum and they've injected Maybe it into him same... and it's just taking time to deteriorate him. Yeah. The, it, it, it it turns him into a super soldier, but it slowly deteriorates him. I think as well it's gonna 
I think it might be similar to what the Flag Smashers are using. Yes. Mm. And as well... Because that fucker is strong. Mm. As well, there's talks that they might be introducing a character called Elijah Bradley. And in the comics, he was one of the test subjects when they were trying to recreate the Captain Mer- the Super Soldier Serum. And it degraded his body so much. Like, he, like he started deteriorating. He, wasn't he patient zero in the zombie timeline? I don't think so. I can't remember. Because, I'm, because zombies, not COD zombies, obviously, but <laughs> zombie, I have to establish that because it gets confused in my head. Whenever I mention zombies, I always zombies, think, you think Black Ops. I always think of Black Ops. But basically, in Zombies, there's this attempt to recreate Captain America's Super Serum Soldier. Now, they take like DNA of mutants and all that. Yeah, I know it's mutants. You understand? It's obviously the MCU. Yeah, blah, 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 bullshit. But basically, what they do is they take the DNA of mutants, they take the DNA of like superheroes that are established in the Avengers, and they're like, mm. oh, let's mix it all together and see if we can make a better Super Serum Soldier. And they project it into the into Elijah, and he's like, "Oh, I feel so fucking great. I feel." And then he starts deteriorating, obviously, like it does in in the comics. But he deteriorates to a point where he's basically a zombie, and he goes around and he just like he's this like super zombie though, like he's a fucking, he's like a really powerful superhero zombie. And he just goes around and starts biting people. And people don't think of anything at first. They shoot him in the head and he dies. But because he's bitten at least three people, he's bitten Captain America, Black Panther, and Iron Man. Okay? Mm. You know, one can fly to many different places. One is a fucking trained assassin, and the other's Captain America. So. These three people then go around and start going, oh, fucking start deteriorating. Once they turn into zombies, they start biting other people that they're working with. And then it, that's how the zombie epidemic come, comes along. Um, because I read that also, it ties in with Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe because zombie pool or head pool is from that universe. Head pool is from that universe. Yeah. And he's the only coherent zombie as well. He's the only one who can actually talk full English. Fun fact. Yeah, Yeah, I just checked. Elijah Bradley is the grandson of the guy I was talking about. It's Isaiah Bradley, who was the black Captain America. But like, so... He's the deteriorating one, though, isn't he? So I think... So whatever they used, the Flag Smashers are using... And potentially whatever this new uh, Jonathan Walker Captain America is used is a more is a better version of what you know Isaiah Bradley was experimented with a more successful version. And back to the my Steve point, Rogers version. Maybe maybe not the Steve Rogers version, but a B Tech Steve Rogers version. And back to my original yeah. point, I think. John Walker, so he's going to be promised all this fame and glory and, you know, this honour. I think he's going to get his ass kicked at one point and that's going to take a toll on him. 
and then he's going to become more brutal. Because in the comics, John Walker is just a brutal guy anyway when he fights. So oh, yeah, that's no why mercy. Captain America. That, that's when when he after he had the mantle of Captain America, Steve Rogers came back and kicked his ass and took it back from him because he was unworthy of it. So I think like, he's going to start. Oh. He's going to start fighting more brutally after he gets his ass kicked, and then people are going to start hate like being scared of him like fucking hell what have you just done kind of thing and then that's going to make him even yeah, worse yeah. and it's like it's going to have this dark inversion and so he's no longer a hero that he was promised to be he is now just this guy feared by the public and that is when Falcon or Bucky or Falcon and Bucky come and kick his ass and take the shield from him yeah and be like you are not with this shit type bullshit mm-hmm. And I mean, like, it makes sense. And then he becomes like fucking US agent. That would be fun. That would be very fun. Yeah. Oh, that would be very, very already... fucking fun. Because his suit is already US agent in it. It's just in yeah, it's got the colors. It's got the A at the top in US yeah. agent. It's got the, and then the um... stripes sideways. Instead of like horizontal, yeah. vertical, Side, sideways, uh, horizontal stripes, and mm. it's less leather strapped than it was. It's yeah. it's more it's more bodysuit instead of pieces of armor type thing. Mm. But yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on Falcon and Soldier. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. It's going to be 40 minutes long. Fucking pure bliss. Cannot wait. That that's, that, I think that's the, something that pisses me off. We have been promised our episodes, even with WandaVision. Oh, yeah, you're going to get our episodes. Oh, the last three episodes are going to be an hour. Ah, oh, no, mate. The last two episodes are going to be out. Nope. Last episode is going to be an hour. Last promised. episode nope. is going to be an hour. Yeah, it Fuck. wasn't an hour. The only reason it was an hour. The only reason it was it was fifty six minutes, hour. but fuck it, fifty six minutes. And then, oh yeah, guys, Falcon and Winter Soldier, six episodes, an hour each. Forty oh, minutes for the first I'm, one. Am I a dickhead? Like, come on, yeah. man, just just <laughs> give me these hour episodes. What? Don't act like it's difficult to make an hour episodes. You make a three hour movie. Like, come on, man. I mean, I'll go to them for COVID, but. You know, no suck out. You say like, you say one thing, <laughs> and then you you say one thing, and then you go. Been, they were saying this before it. COVID, though, mate. They were saying this before COVID. Yeah, like they'll say our episodes, and then they, if they don't say anything, <clears throat> and then make a forty-minute episode, that kind of makes it worse than going. We apologize. It was due to COVID. We will make our episode. You know what I mean? So annoying. <laughs> oh well. Just one hour episodes, not including the fucking ten minute credits. <sighs> the old long ass fucking credits aren't even lying. Wait, you know what? One thing I didn't actually do. I didn't check if there was a post credit scene. I didn't that think there was. Like, mm. no, I checked the one. Remember with Wonder Vision. Like they started having them at the end. Yeah, there was there wasn't one for like the first three episodes, mm. and they started having them, and I was like, "What the fuck?" 
Right. Right. Fuck I think that. we'll call it that. <laughs> that Mate, was that this, was good. This, this has been all over the mm-hmm. place. All over <laughs> the place, but a good shot nonetheless. I tell you. Yeah, man. Fuck. Same time next week. Right. Same time next week. Definitely, it's a weekly thing because this this is just pure chatting shit. <laughs> chatting gas about chatting gas about comics. What else could you want? Just, just chatting complete worse. Like, come on. <laughs> you sick one. I love every, I love everything about it. <laughs> Safe, my <laughs> guy. Safe, G.